Hey guys, how are you doing tonight? Oh, wow. Oh, fire. <laughs> You're listening to Board Again Games Season 2, Episode 15, which is our season wrap-up. In this episode, we talk about convention news, board gaming news, Kickstarters, and just spend some time chatting together about painting. Thanks for listening as we continue to explore the world of tabletop gaming. Happy gaming! tired yeah. yeah 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 so you're moving soon right i'm moving so i'm getting the house ready doing lots of uh yeah home renovations packing moving boxes yep yeah unpacking moving more boxes yeah and you're working outside again now i'm also doing home renovations on my yeah. home and other people's homes yeah <laughs> actually outside was pleasant today the customer uh, realized their ac isn't working this year so oh so the inside was hard yeah okay um you're going to edit that part out at the beginning, right? Uh, some of it. We'll, we'll yeah, edit some. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. So we're here together finally for uh, a roundtable discussion to end up season two. I have no idea where this discussion will go completely, but we'll talk about a couple things tonight. We'll talk about cons. We're going to talk about some painting. I have my crappy painting, my not-so-good painting, and the guys have their nicer, nicest painting here uh, in comparison. And... Yeah, so we'll have some fun for around an hour, and then we'll be back next season, probably around the fall, for season three. Um, I'm just seeing what time it is. Huh? I'm just excited that it's the fall. I didn't know when it was going to be. I like filming these, but also I forgot yesterday that we were filming it today. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, we'll probably do some game stuff this summer. Yeah, yeah, summer, yeah I like doing it. I just um, forget in the summer because I'm really busy. Yeah, no, we, we, we can just... Totally like play a game yeah. and film that instead. Whatever. We'll talk banter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, play too. Well, I, I'm planning on making busy. the whole <laughs> like busy. confessional closet. I, I mentioned this before, like, like uh, Will Wheaton tabletop type. Of, I don't know if I can say that on there on here because he sued and they sued and all that. But we'll, we'll have like a confessional during the board game. We'll have. Oh, where you can like smack talk people during the board? Like you could be like, yeah, they just moved there, but that was like a really bad move. Like like in a, like in the reality TV shows. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I like but this. like 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 back on tabletop because that's part of what made table, tabletop such a great show. I think. I don't, I don't know. The, the Should I've watched that show. Have you never watched tabletop? I haven't, no. No, neither one. Okay, okay. I haven't even finished TNG. I'm way behind on the <laughs> So... <laughs> is this... Is this, uh, is this, this happens in the series. This happens after the Borg get shut down by Picard. And then they make the... Then they do the tabletop gaming because there's not as much going on. I, I feel like one of the first games we should play, and you shouldn't watch the episode, is uh, Lords of Waterdeep. Because... So we can talk about those opinions too. Um, but that's one of the first games that they did in the series. Uh, um, he, he's just playing with random people. He plays with like, uh, who's uh, the lead actress on the new MSTK 3000. She's on there. And um, uh, can I find a friend? Uh, yeah, sure. I'll look it up on it. <laughs> but she's on there. Uh, different actors and actresses that he's friends with that he just like plays board games. And then he has a, like a random uh, episode too where his son just comes and plays with them. Wow. So, which, which is cool. Because man, if he ever watches this, he's gonna be like, man, why do you guys keep going to make Star Trek references? <laughs> it's because I like Star Trek. Will Wheaton. Now, um, well, when they play Formula that. Day. That some of, one of his friends keeps making Star Trek references when they're like racing around the track. See, I like that game. <laughs> unlike, unlike Lords of Waterdeep. You don't like Lords of Waterdeep? No. Okay, well, let's start there. Why don't you like Lords of Waterdeep, AJ? I do not I find like... it very engaging. I just, it's like, I think like the first few times I played it, I was like, hey, cool. Yeah. And then after that, I was just like, it, it didn't have like a lot of interesting bits uh, in, in it, I thought. It, it kind of felt sort of flat. It's like a good game that I'm not especially interested in. Yeah, no, I agree. I still what is that? What is that gem game that we played like a lot of? Yes. Splendor? Splendor. Splendor. You guys which had is, like hundreds of those at the shop. Which is which is like it's a really good game that's not very interesting. <laughs> well, like like Lords of Waterdeep. Um, the problem with it is like I played it a lot and I didn't even realize that the cubes represented workers. Like it makes sense that you need three orange cubes to like beat back a whole bunch of bad guys because they're like fighters. Yeah. But like I was just like I didn't even know. I was just like yeah man I need some orange cubes yeah, yeah. 
Cool. Did not read. Oh, I don't read the cards either. And then yeah, Splendor, the game where you're like, wait, oh, this does have a theme. <laughs> <laughs> the most pissed off theme <laughs> yeah. ever. Lords of Waterdeep, not your guys' jam. Um, <laughs> it's do, do, do it's, it's fine. Out of frame? It's fine. Yeah. yeah, every time, every time <laughs> okay. you scooch over, you, okay. you, you can kind of yeah. I don't. Know. I, I can't Maybe I just want you to be closer to me. You yeah, know, that's what, that's me okay. touching so, right now. Um, it's a fine game. Yeah. I just never want to play it. <laughs> like I have a copy, and I was like, "Oh, how did I not sell this?" <laughs> but I, but I also enjoy it, and it's a really good. It's you like, still it's have like, a copy? Yeah, I'll it's, just buy your copy. There you go. Okay, it's in good condition. Yeah, but it's like the settlers. It's like a good entry level game. Mm-hmm. For yeah, yeah, no, it is one of my most recommended like worker placement games. Yeah. Of all time. It is definitively worker placement. It's not temps a worker placement game. <laughs> That's also uh, worker placement, not my jam. That, that, that's what I was catching yeah. there. Yeah, I mean, but like AJ's going to talk about the time that he totally misinterpreted the keyflower <laughs> rules and created a very imbalanced and um, ultimately un- very unsuccessful. <laughs> it was, it was, it was pretty much in the last round. It was like you guys can't buy anything because AJ's going to buy everything because he's just went in on getting workers. And then, <laughs> then through a gross misunderstanding on his part, workers don't <laughs> equate to victory points. <laughs> and he got like third place. Oftentimes, I like to push the boundaries of what a en- game engine is capable of and see where it leads. Yeah, I love that. What's that called in Magic? The uh, Timmy, Spike, and Donaldson? We've tried to talk about this before, and I only played Magic casually. So. Uh, the Spike is like the... The Spike the, is the aggro player. The, 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 the wants the win. Okay. I guess, I don't know what the... But there's I like the exploratory like. player... And then there's the the player that's like... I think that's the Johnny. The Johnny. Because I'm definitely like, I'm exploring, but I also want to win, but but I also want to have a good time. But I do like exploring, not to the extent that you did in Keyflower. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot, yeah. (laughs) So, (laughs) on that note, one of the news things this week is, uh, well, not in the the last month, Wizards is bringing back full on uh, play in, in the U.S., so that's happening. How do, you, how do you guys have any opinions on that? How do you guys, I think it's going to go? Uh, <laughs> have, have you seen the latest vaccine numbers against the Indian variant? <laughs> because so, if, we, if we're looking at fully vaccinated rates in the U.S. and how effective the vaccine is mm-hmm. uh, against that, I think it's probably going to end poorly. At yeah. some point down the road, everything, everyone who's fully vaxxed with uh, with Pfizer or Moderna, which is most people, I don't think we have numbers for Johnson Johnson yet. Well, J and J. I mean, we should be pretty good for a while. <laughs> I mean, you just have to hope that, like, <laughs> if states won't do the right thing, that the federal government will step in and, like, I don't know, like. Someone will will make the calls to keep people safe. So on that note, <laughs> yeah, let's, let's go straight into convention. Well, well one thing I will say, I was yeah, going to yeah. do another podcast today because yeah. I, I actually listen to podcasts today, which I usually yeah. never do. And there's a store for the three die block podcast that they have. It's like this morning okay. owners okay. is on it. They said that um, I don't know exactly what they said, but um, wear a mask if even if you're vaxxed. Like I just don't. I don't. Maybe they didn't say that actually. So don't. Don't listen to that, guys. They said something about mask and vax, and it's just like, yeah, at this point, it's like, I don't know, man. I'm fine wearing a mask in public. And if if I'm at a game store with some guys I don't really know, then I would just really appreciate if it's Friday Night Magic, if they all wear masks anyway, and you don't have to brush your teeth as often. <laughs> Can we turn that into the game of, like, betting how likely it is that Friday Night Magic players are going to wear their masks? You know, see, the thing is, is there's, like, a, there's a lot of respectful and responsible Magic okay. players. Wizard, yeah, magic community is actually kind of weird like that because okay. a lot of it is like very progressive. <laughs> yeah, okay. um, and and Watsi's been embracing that as well. Yeah, yeah. you know what? Um, the one, one Blood Bowl convention happened last year in September mm-hmm. in Chicago, and I was not going to go to it, but they gave out masks as a part of the participation package, and I think that's great. I, you know, I like having things that are associated to awful points. You know, like little memories. Uh, I got mailed, like a, living in a swing state, I got mailed a lot of anti uh, 
Barack Obama stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and I kept them because they were just insane. And we're really going way off of <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> we'll but see, right? I, 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 I keep these things because it's just like, I want this little memento. But if they yeah. like print a mask for Friday Night Magic, like that's something I might oh. put in a scrapbook. Oh, yeah, you know? That'd probably be worth a lot of money. Just like I, magic is insane. Yeah, <laughs> but I'd also put. Yeah, you could save it for the next pandemic. Yeah, be like, man, is that from the twenty twenty one or is that from twenty twenty five? So we we could go two directions here. First, I just want to say um, Benedict Cumberbatch. I really enjoyed his uh, narration of the Drist stuff. That R. A. Salvatore. Have you guys listened to it? No, no, it's fun. No, I, I like Drow. Lore and stuff in general. No. Anyways, you guys don't know. No? Oh, okay, no. Drow like my least favorite D Really? Thing. Well, well. They, it, okay, fine. <laughs> so you guys but like, they they have. That's now, probably not true. Now, I would probably find someone else. I would love. Three three distinct. Uh, they've kind of retconned them. Three distinct um, Drow areas. So there's the ones that worship the the, uh, the um, Spider Queen, but now there's... Wolf. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah but now there, there's there's some that live in, in this city that's... They're, kind of, they're more like uh, Wood Elves in Lord of the Rings. And, mm. and then there's... Um, what was that guy's name that imprisoned the hobbits that uh, was Legolas's dad? No, 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 no. Those are... Those are Different than the ones I'm talking about. I'm, I'm talking, You're about, talking about the other one Yeah, like Lady, Lady Lorian and stuff. Yeah, La Florian. Well, you were saying Drow, and yeah, then yeah, they're yeah. like what else? Yeah. So I would assume I, yeah, you were okay. talking about like Fair the Berkwood Wood Elves. But then, oh, guys are kind of rude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but then, then there's uh, also um, what, what, what's Salvatore's character? Is it Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, um, but now there's a whole city that's off in the Arctic that. Uh, are, are these elves that have been hidden that even most elves have forgotten about because they've kept, kept to themselves for so long? Another so. core book, another, another, you know, another yeah. race book that you do. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm not so against expanding. I liked Eberron, you know, like, but I just drow. You know, I think AJ, if our old DM ever listens to this, I hope he doesn't, but I know why I don't like the drow. Do you? <laughs> is, is that I'm, what's going on here? Okay. That that is probably a good part of it. <laughs> Just spent a lot of time in the. Me and AJ played in the same game, not always uh-huh. at the same time, or ever at the same time. We were in at the same time occasionally. Occasionally, yeah. yeah. It was very drow heavy, uh, and the drow okay, were okay. very not by the rules in hindsight, <laughs> and it was just. Was it more of an overwhelming DM situation where you felt like you couldn't? Develop your characters, or what oh, we develop our characters. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> we we have created many extremely memorable characters in that campaign. Uh, I don't think they would always die. Yeah. But. Well, that, that's what I mean. That, that's what I mean when I say no well, Roman DMs. Oh right no, no, no yeah. we, we we developed our characters. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> there was it was it was wild. There was it was OP. There was there was uh, insane backstories. But I think mostly towards the end of the, the campaign, for me at least, it was I'm going to design a character to curtail the things that the DM does. That bothers me. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I don't know. We would have to get into that because I don't. It wanna... was the longest running yeah. campaign I've ever played in, and I'm very thankful for that. Cool. And there was many memories, and the the, the bad ones are the funnest to talk about, though. <laughs> All right. So back to cons. Um, yeah. The big news this last week was Asmodee and Paizo, within two days of each other, announced that they aren't going to Gen Con. Uh, within ah. the same time, uh, Yellow. And then um, subsidiaries of Asmodee, like Z-Man and so forth, have also said that they're not going. Um, so th- there's a lot. I don't think Z-Man's ever been in Gen Con. Or at least, I don't know, maybe their presence, I've never noticed it. I mean... Yellow's been there, I've seen. No one's going to get their... their uh, no one's going to have to stand in line for two hours to get their pin from Piazzo in the morning before they run out. I mean, th- plus. they're both doing the online thing. But it, I think it just speaks to the fact that, like, for for a lot of people, there is some role playing is only going to happen on online in the future, anyways, because it's easier. I mean, you can get your own snacks oh, yeah. and drinks and everything at home, and you, you have to wear pants. Yep, the maps there. You, you know, you can set up five maps in a single evening without having to reset everything, and that's nice. Oh, that's interesting because I've found playing role playing games online very much more difficult than doing in person. Well, we found a groove. I, I actually played my first in-person RPG in over a year last Friday. Mm-hmm. And it's the same game we've been playing online every Friday for the last year. Well, not, there was, our campaign changed through yeah. COVID. But um, yeah, and it was fine. I mean, they brought snacks and I've been doing really good at not late night snacking. Yeah. And then it's, 
Yeah, kind of ruined that. It started, and I just, I don't have any self-control. A lot of M&M's, <laughs> a lot of cookies. But, uh, you know, they said I had to wear pants, and I was a little upset. <laughs> our, our, D, our D&D group fell apart after, we made it like three months, and then restarted for like a month and a half. And we just, we, our group didn't work. Like, do you have your cameras on? On Discord? No. You gotta have your uh, Yeah, yeah. So, that, that's pretty much just because yeah. so, they dogged me at first when they when Discord added cameras, yeah. I turned it on. I left it on. And um and they were like, That's weird, Brian. And I'm like, listen, there's a yeah. pandemic, I'm depressed, I just wanna see your guys' faces. And then like a couple of weeks later, like the GM like turned his on and just like to try it out and then like he was like, actually, this is kind of great. And I was like, well, yeah, I was making like a lot of jokes about like why, but it like lets me see when you're about to talk and, yeah. you know, because there's a lot of like stepping on toes playing online. Actually, we did use the cameras for, for the little reboot. We did. We did turn them on. It still wasn't the same. It's also kind of like a big group. I think that's yeah, yeah. hard with. Which, you're like eight, seven or eight people, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can, yeah, I can see like I can two that. groups. Yeah. Ours is like four and a half. Yeah. Today. It's a lot of. Yeah. <laughs> when you're not all sitting around at the table because like when you have that big group there's a lot of downtime and like side side, and side, side chat yeah. and stuff while other people are doing stuff so i think without that it makes it pretty difficult to to sort of do that online yeah we've never like switched up channels or anything well i don't i don't have enough but i'm not tacky enough <laughs> fair enough so I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how Gen Con goes. I might go this year just so I can get the Chessex die. I haven't been able to get that in like over a decade. Because <laughs> not many people yeah. will be going. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. They, they still might sell out. We'll know uh, next week they start going online. Maybe they'll just lower yeah. the, so, uh, so they'll lower the threshold and then they'll be like, we sold out. I was, I was already off going to Gen Con. <laughs> before the pandemic and now i'm certainly off it so i mean i don't enjoy long lines just to play what's a thousand feet long and filled with gamers a line yep i didn't gone uh, so i mean that yeah I'd, I'd rather go to a smaller con so i'm, I'm going to grand con um and i'm going to go to lexicon i think and maybe one other this year are you guys going to do anything I'll go to CincyCon like I do every year and set it up. Yeah. I am CincyCon's probably I don't know probably their longest unpaid volunteer. <laughs> probably not. There's a lot of a lot of old blood there, but I'm I'm tied with it because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I've been doing it the whole time. And then I might go to Origins because I got I got. But that's also like super dependent on um, my whole vibe on COVID and stuff. Yeah. And yeah. if Origins gives out uh, masks <laughs> with like, uh, or what's the name of the Origins mascot? Jem Jemmy. I don't remember. I have no idea. All right. Well, AJ, right. so, anyway, I'll probably be a little busy. <laughs> so, yeah, why are you going to be busy? Right What's going on? Yeah, new baby on the way. So, yeah. I'm very excited. Um, yeah. Hugo with, with a J. <laughs> no, not with a J. He's <laughs> a regular way. I, there was, we were setting up a some stuff, and there was an H there. And I know Hugo spelled with an H, but I had like this massive brain fart. And I was like, why did they get an H? Isn't Hugo's J? And I just like looked for a second and I'm like, ooh, this is one of those thoughts you don't tell anybody, but I just told everybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, new baby. So in a couple weeks. A couple weeks. Oh, I love babies. Yeah. And COVID's like not as bad. Like mm -hmm. we've had some babies born in the family and it was very hard to not get to see them as much as you'd mm -hmm. like or at all. You know, but with some isolation you know and uh bubbling but well yeah was, <laughs> kelly has put down the rule <laughs> not fully vaxxed you don't get to see them so no, yeah, that's yeah. Fine. Yeah. i mean that's like a rule people do already with like yeah. other stuff you don't got your d tap like don't be holding my baby <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah so we're gonna go from um news to talking about painting now and i, I just gave aj uh dr strange and Wong, um, which I don't, I don't, I don't understand what's going on with the Wong. Uh, is it supposed to be like an like an Asian Wong instead of the Tilda Swinton character Wong? I don't know. What? No, so, Wong was the Wong was his dude. Tilda Swinton's yeah, the Swinton's Eternal the Master one. or whatever. Yeah, ancient one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. I, I'm just really confused by this model though, because it kind of looks like a woman. I don't know. I don't. I don't make assumptions <laughs> like that. I don't know. What? Just because he's got a pretty face? I've got a pretty face. Am I a woman? 
You're right. No, but I was looking for uh, who's the who's the guy that was in like. Oh, uh, you wanted him to be a little no, no, no. chunkier. Yes, chunkier. That, that's what I, exactly what I say. Because what's his name from? Um, uh, he, he played the Barbarian. Um, yeah, Conan. Genghis Khan. He played Genghis Khan too. Oh, in that the, show. In the oh, yeah, yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a uh, yeah. Marco Polo, the the yes. show with the worst main character ever, <laughs> that had like a really compelling story for everything else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if, there's a, to watch. if there's a show that I would ever think about and be like, <laughs> oh yeah, there was that main character yeah. in it. I totally forgot about him <laughs> because everybody else was way more interesting. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> But but didn't the actor who played Wong in the in the movie play Genghis Khan? He's in, he's in a lot of stuff, yeah. but I, feel, I, I don't. Like I, 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 I'd be bad with that yeah. games. So this is one of the games I'm most excited about playing when, when it uh, comes back. So this, this is a size two thing. You can throw the size two things at the characters and like do damage to them and stuff. They're size two. Like things. Uh, what was that superhero game back in the day that I wanted to play that I never did? Oh, it doesn't. Um, it's been. It's been dead for over a decade, so it doesn't matter. Um, and then I got my Loki with a little bit of water going on. See, is it water? It's not magic. Water magic, because oh, Loki. Sure, whatever. I don't know. That doesn't look like water, do you? It looks like water. It yeah, could be. It looks like magic too. Really? I don't know. Ice, because he's really a, a, a frost giant, right? Yeah. Loki is. Actually. Yeah. 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 What's the thing? I don't know. Yeah. This uh, looks like a very fun money to paint. They they are. Cool. I am still waiting on my back-ordered um, Deadpool with Taco Truck. In the, the Taco Truck, I'm going to make it. What really size is tiny. it? I, I, this is, I'm going to work really hard on this to make sure they're 28 millimeter. I mean, what size is Taco Truck? Is it size two or size three? It's a size three. Ooh. It, so it's, so it's, you have to be bigger to throw it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's bigger and does more damage when it hits things. And, um, but it has a little menu on the side of the Taco Truck. I don't really want to... Get good at making small lettering so I can put chimichangas on there. Or just, yeah. yeah. And, and Bob Agent off Hydra comes with that set too. Well, if they're breaking those cars, that should be doable. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I think the menu is about as, as big as one of these windows. So, chimichangas. I, I, I should be able to do that. So, the tip for, um, for doing really fine detail work is uh -huh. to uh, print it out on our transfer sheet. And <laughs> <laughs> that works. Um, Use use a decent sized brush. You don't want to go too small because the paint will dry really quick. That makes sense. You don't want it to be too thin, but you don't want your brush to be overloaded. So basically, like load up your brush pretty nice, and then like wipe off some excess on some paper towel, and you'll you get like two or three lines out of that, and then you reload it. That's but that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. But I only have to do like six lines of text. How many words are chimichanga? Two? Letters, I mean, in Chimichanga. That is a lot of letters. Isn't yeah, it? so that's that's going to be... I might be doing the printing off thing. Yeah, and, I don't know if that's... Yeah, you're right. I might be making that I in Photoshop. I, I don't know if you yeah. figure out the water slide, yeah. though. I might have just been projecting there. <laughs> I, well, I, I could just use some uh, of that stuff that gives the glossy look. And you could do what I did in uh, like War Machine. So AJ yeah. painted the rule book in third edition. And... Um, um, for Scott's model, and uh, yeah. I did um, a popular meme from 2015 that I realized when I started this story is um, not something I can say out loud. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, so, uh, why is your buff Pikachu green now? He's, why do you gotta be so hateful? Because I'm not done painting him, and I have okay. to redo it. So this was printed off by a friend of mine with a 3D yeah. printer. Okay. Um, and AJ gave me some advice and it was really good. And then I green stuffed a whole bunch of battle damage because in my uh, RPG, because okay. I used this yeah. model. I was the only mm -hmm. person that brought a model for a game on Friday in person, which was really upsetting, <laughs> um, but also not surprising since I based my character off of this model. So I had it on hand. Yeah. But AJ gave me the advice to paint for Zenithal to get to yellow, mm -hmm. to do Green? No, there's no green. Purple. No green. <laughs> purple? Purple. Purple. Then on the bottom, so base coat of purple, right? Actually, base coat of purple. Actually, I will I will walk you through yeah. how I do and I then, do Zenithal. And you can watch it on the channel later on. Yes. So dark purple from the very bottom. Do I and, do I do a whole base coat with that or just, just from the bottom? I mean just from the bottom. You don't want it over the whole thing because you, you want your, your yellows to be really bright. Well, that was a problem there. Okay. Yeah. So when you're zenithaling, yeah, you're not trying to. You're not going all over. You're just going like 
it's kind of hard because this base is sort of in the way, so you kind of have to do a little bit of that and sort of get it in there. I probably saw it off the base. <laughs> that would be perfect. <laughs> so you, I would only hit it for, if the base wasn't there, only from like very directly below. That's darkest. But I can go, I can go out, so I can hit it from very directly below, but like this way, so I can get the underside of the pecs. Like I'm not doing like. Uh, well, if you if you were so. If you were looking at it dead on, your darkest purple, you would only hit it from, like, yeah. Center mass? Center base? Like, the arms over here, you would do purple, right? Anything, you would, you yeah, you would move around, but you wouldn't want to go, you wouldn't want to yeah, yeah, yeah. angle yeah, so at all. So. Straight on. Straight on. Then I would mix purple and orange. Oh, you mix it together, okay. And then you go a little on like all the way around. Uh, maybe like a 15 degree angle. Okay. And then you do another mix of orange and purple. And this time you're still at like, still from below, but like- 25, 30? Yeah. Okay. Flat orange, 50, 50, just on, just like that. Orange and yellow, now you're going slightly up. Okay. Just yellow straight on so just like you did from the bottom yeah only doing the top just like that okay and then if you want to you can come with either a mix of yellow and white or just white depending on how specular you want to get and just oh, add wait, in wait you use that word specular specular um all right <laughs> so you know how like when you're looking at like things that are brightly colored or very reflective or you get re reflections of like light sources off mm -hmm. of them. So, or if it's, it doesn't have to be reflective. You can, also, it just happens when you're in bright light, you get sort of like these patches of very bright white, almost like color. a cicada picture. <laughs> what? I'll show you later. <laughs> okay. 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 I, I took one and I named the picture "Love Me, Love Me, Say That You Love Me." So you wouldn't want to go for the for the final for the final one. You wouldn't want to do the same thing where you're going head on. You would just pick out some really small, like oh yeah, yeah points yeah, yeah, yeah. of emphasis. Lens flares. It's kind of like adding. It's kind yeah. of like adding lens flares. Um, so like for here, you might like. You might hit like this, like the top of the fist, like each of these right here. And you might, you might hit like the tip of the ears, right? And maybe, see his face doesn't, isn't like super defined. No, you yeah. might. Yeah, his face. Just that cute little bunch nose right there. What I would, bit. what I would probably do is I would, I would lay masking down. Um, I would, use, I would just use blue stuff because okay. you don't have to be super precise. And I would just angle to just get a little little bit of overspray right on that tip. That's what I would do. How do I make the green stuff scars look? Do I just come back with the brush? Yeah, you want to do that with the brush. Okay, so you also have these little bumps. What are the little bumps? So those little bumps are from where I didn't get the supports taken off right before I cured it. And now I'm imagining that it's like buckshot that hit him. Oh, so you want to make those sort of scarred too. Yeah. All right. So I think when you're painting scar tissue, pretty I wish much. you saw sarcastic Mr. Know-it-all. What? I was singing Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> All right. When you're painting scar tissue, I think no matter what color flesh it is, you always start with a flesh tone. Because, <laughs> which sounds weird, right? Yes. Because if you're painting blue for flesh, like why wouldn't the scars be blue? But they're not going to register as scars without like being flesh colored. Okay. Does this make sense? Yeah, it makes you sense. You mean like, 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 we're not going to, what, what a muscle looks like when, when somebody's cut, no matter what their skin tone is. Kind of like that, yeah. yeah. Well, it just won't register in the brain either. Like the right. human brain isn't like, oh, I mean, maybe if you did it and you like looked at it and you're like, oh, it makes sense that a Pikachu's circulatory system and their muscles is different color. Right. And that's well, but if that's not established, then we all bleed red. Yeah. Right. But Pikachu does too. I've seen it in the movies. So, <laughs> so, so what you do again yeah. is you start with like a darkish red color and you mix it with like a dark flesh tone. And that would be your base coat for all of these um, scars. 
And then, sorry, I'm looking at it a little closer. And then maybe fill those uh, that broken part on his neck. Yeah, whatever. No. Um. So then I would go in. I would go. I would go ahead and wash that after that first layer to get to set your darks. I would go back with that color and pick out everything other than the deepest crevices. Do you like with the, this uh, mix of the the flesh tones and purple? Flesh tones. Okay. Okay. Flesh tone like a dark flesh tone and a purple. And then you're just gonna sort of work on your palette and you're gonna move through flesh tones and but because he is yellow i would i would for like i would start working with some yellows into that flesh tone i would probably i would i would go for i would have two flesh tones i would have like i would have like a a dark burgundy purpley sort of muddy red purple color a muddy red purple color if that makes sense yeah yeah with like a dark flesh tone i would have like a, a lighter flesh tone and then i would have some yellow and some white. That would be my palette I would work with. And so after base coating with that sort of a mix of that muddy purple ready color and the dark flesh tone, I would start, I would start mixing in lighter flesh tones for that. And what you're going to do, it's going to be like, it's going to be like maybe intimidating, but you're just going to take a fine point brush and you're just going to make a whole bunch of lines. Sashing. What is that called? Sashing or hatching, hatching, hatching. hatching. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, but you're going to want to do it with like a 50% dilution. So you have to do a lot more. Right. But it's just going to build up a lot of texture on that. Um, because well, I textured this with your mental tool that you probably wanted back a couple years ago. <laughs> That's fine. I have plenty of sculpting tools. Um, so, but like, because, because none of those lines, those little fine lines are going to be, uh, fully opaque. They're going to be, they're all going to be pretty transparent as you build up. Like that's why the lines don't have to be super accurate because a lot, because no single line is going to be super visible. Um, and they're just going to build up to create this sort of very textured and detailed looking scar thing for like really easy in for these like hole gunshot holes, I guess. <laughs> yeah, he just flexed them right out. Thick pick. <laughs> I thought they were like fungus growing out of his chest. Um, you would, I would do the same thing with just like, just like little lines, like all the way around, just like you did the rest of it. All right. Well, this this time next year, um, <laughs> you can. Um, oh, before I did anything, yeah. Before I did anything, I would paint the eyes, so you don't lose them. And then mask off, yeah. Because I don't want to. I don't want to try and paint these eyes over like a gradient <laughs> that I've established. Yeah. Fair, yeah. And so you can um, for for masking those off. I would just use uh, masking fluid. Okay. It's a you can get it at basically any art supply store or even like Walmart or Target or wherever. And it's just like it's like a little liquid sort of like latex. Yeah. And it just like. Plop it down. It'll stay. It'll be thin enough to conform to the circles, and so, and then it's just masked for the rest of that time. And masking fluid's the same stuff that's great for when you're doing like clear stuff on models to to keep it to keep it clear, right? Yeah, like when you get the nozzles and stuff. It's, it's a, it's the, the 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 one thing I will say about masking fluid, yeah, is uh, it's good to gloss coat before you use it. Yeah, yeah, to put down that layer of protection. Um, I mean, you can use anything to mask for clear stuff, I think. But um, I use masking fluid when it's really detailed or mm, I need okay. fine control. For anything that needs like medium amounts of control, I like to use blue tack. Okay. And then anything else, I just use tape. Oh, really? <laughs> or, <laughs> okay. Or, um, or even a lot of times when you're airbrushing, uh, I just have like an index card on my painting table mm. and I just sort of shield it yeah. with the index card. So I do the sprayer when I'm spraying. <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah. that. It's, it's like, like house painting. Yeah. One okay. to one terrain, one to one scale terrain painting. Okay. Right. So if the, the only, the, the, the last thing is for these dots, uh, if you want to make them look sort of gnarly, uh, it would be the same thing, except you would, you would go through the same process for the scars, except you would just just paint them in the dark color, then just add like a few dots. And you don't have to go through the whole progression and you don't have to thin them as much because 
they're, they're tiny, so you're not going to see them. So, yeah. Yeah, that, that's a project. That's that's how I would paint that. <laughs> so, take this model that I've already started on and did do what I already... I, I like to get a model, like, mostly painted and then do a drastic change right after we paint the whole thing. So, that's, that's what we'll have to do. I do not know how you strip resin 3D printed models. I don't still want to strip that. <laughs> you know, I'm but that's what you told white. us not to do, right? You told us don't, don't strip stuff. <laughs> well, he said to make a catalog of work. I, 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 mean, I do generally advise that, but like, I mean, sometimes if it's like it's 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 a character you've been playing a campaign for two years, so like you want to you want to get it, so you know. Well, I have two more of these too, and the file. Oh, oh, okay. Just, yeah, yeah, just yeah. start another one. Yeah. Well, I didn't green stuff battle damage on the other one, <laughs> which, you know, might not be... That was one of those midnight gaming things. I think I think it would look sweet if you put some battle damage on it. I think you could do it again. Yeah. Then I did my quick... If Chris Trevor... You know, I did uh, the, the dental molding um, concrete fault bits. Oh, okay. So I just make my own, own concrete and then the uh, dark walnut wash for some um, things. But this is what I'm really excited about. Um, I am excited to learn how to use oil oil pigments to weather things because, man, is that just cheating. Like, look how good that is. Look how good that is. Well, have you seen the kits that are specifically for, like, rusting out cars and stuff that are oil pigments? Yeah. I, have, I, I spent like 30 bucks yeah. at Adepticon a few years ago. Yeah. I did a little bit of the um, the, the chip with the, the um, mm -hmm. sponge chipping. Yeah, the sponge chipping was nice. Yeah. I didn't like it that much. I forgot to paint, to repaint the uh, front headlights. To like, it's hard to do at this scale, but to like really sell the chipping, it helps to add just like a, a few, little bit of weight. a few little like, yeah, highlights where like the where the, the light would essentially glint off the edge of it. Yeah. Yeah, I thought about doing I started doing that in some places and then I was like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would not do it. I would I would use it sparingly in this case just because it's too small to do it. But I used an oil based rust and then I used my rust pigments and then once I hit that mm -hmm. with the the hard coat, the old gloss and matte, and I taped the windows with my tape. Nice. But I'm excited to play Gaslands. That's from the uh, Osprey Games Sprue Kit that I got from a local Ooh, player. Nice. Well, not the car. The car is from yeah, the Kroger's. I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the add-ons to the car, yeah. So hard not to just run through Kroger's when I'm grocery shopping and be like, I, I, I do it. Yeah, I, I mean, nope. yeah, I still do it. Um, Trick myself. We so, by... one thing. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, one thing I really like to do for weathering is rust streaks that, like, Go from like that door handle. Yeah, hold on. This guy has rust streaks. Yeah. So it's so tedious. <laughs> well, there's there's actually a really easy way to do it. Okay. So after you're after you have like because the weathering looks really nice, and is this varnished? Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. it feels varnished. Mm -hmm. Okay. So once you've once you've done once you've gotten to that point, oh yeah, okay. Um, instead of using pigments, you can just get some really cheap oil paint. And you just put like a few little dots there, and then you just take some mineral spirits and you just drag them down. Uh, See, I was yeah. trying to do that with that, but I was using a Q-tip, and I think I was just working too much of it off. Yeah, you need to use. Well, it looks great if you um, you lay out some like you lay out like a dark brown and like a an orange and a red and whatever, and you just like throw some dots on there. You're gonna wipe most of it off. Mm -hmm. And then, but you rinse it off and like, if you're using like a well palette, you rinse it off and you just keep rinsing it off, all those colors. What else do you want to, you brought some of your minis that make ours look terrible. <laughs> what, what do you want to say about your minis? I don't, I don't want to say anything. Um, Ryan, uh, asked, <laughs> Ryan asked me to bring some. I, um, I haven't looked at them in a while. And okay. so I, I, I had forgot how outrageous these bases are and I yeah. really liked them. Um, if you guys want to look at them. And I mean, I've seen these before. We talked about it on the last podcast. Yeah, you have, most of these, mm -hmm. yeah. You have some um, tufts that you've airbrushed. Yeah. So um, did you airbrush them before or after putting them on? Uh, before. before yeah, yeah. yeah. You just did a bunch of, at the same time. And, and yeah. yeah. I just yeah. took like a whole strip of them and did them. Is that slate? The big rocks? Is that slate? That is. Uh, here, let me see. I like, yeah, I like the rock on there. It's pretty cool. 
Oh no, no, this is this is this is a is that, it's not cork. That's pine bark. Pine bark. Nice. And then you crushed uh, mica. I didn't crush it. I bought it crushed. Okay. Well, that's less impressive. Yeah. <laughs> mica, uh, and then there's another one that's uh that's that's crushed opal. Yeah. It's, it's so it looks like glitter, but it's not. It's not actually. Glitter. It doesn't look. It's way fancier than glitter. It doesn't quite look like glitter either because it's. Well, it looks like maybe really fancy glitter. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't look like it doesn't look like cheap glitter. And then, hopefully, it's crushed gemstone. It wasn't that expensive. It was like six dollars for like you don't get yeah. very much, but you get plenty to do an army. And then the screamers, flamers, whatever those are called, which are obnoxious to play against. Screamers. <laughs> um, they. That's where AJ says, "Wow, the power of fluorescent highlight or fluorescent airbrushing." But these these have. One of the reasons you don't fluorescent airbrush is because the fluorescent fluorescent colors aren't light fast, so they will fade over time. So these are considerably less bright than they used to be, but they're still they're still pretty good. Yeah, no, they still look great. Yeah, I did notice that. I was like, I remember being much more razzled and dazzled by them. I think. Yeah, I might have. I might some of the other ones probably. Or, but even toned down, they look so good. And yeah. the Demon Prince model is just such an unfortunate model. <laughs> I love the. I love his goofy. They're like, hey, look, you've got your 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 space marine pack, and it's converted into <laughs> your flesh your flesh space marine pack. Yeah, I just uh, <laughs> which is on like weird arm things for some reason. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, <laughs> never been. I know nothing about this lore. No, I should. I, I know. Well, when a Time when a good it. space marine gets even better, the Lords of Chaos blesses <laughs> him with princehood. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's an exalted title of demon princehood. Yeah. Okay. You're... And when a bad space marine's bad, mm -hmm. they get to work for the Emperor of Mankind. This is this is the first uh, this is the first this model won me my first painting award. What'd you get with that? Oh, that wasn't that one, or was it? It was. I got yeah. I got dreadfully with it. Yeah. I really want to go to the GW store and just bust out my like immaculate dry fleet set and just play it in the store. So AJ did some really nice battle damage for mm -hmm. um, to showcase his skills with quick stuff foam. <laughs> uh, I did that because uh, I didn't want to buy a mini <laughs> for the painting competition. Um, and I had a broken dreadnought. So I was just like, missing well, a leg. he's missing a leg. Now he's not. <laughs> That's a great use of it. Yeah. Well, um, let's end up talking a little bit about Kickstarter stuff. You guys back anything in, ever in, in, anymore? Or? You know, I back a lot of small box games. And yeah. I didn't realize mm. this until after. Um, but the first, I had already played small box games before because AJ used to back him. No, yeah, and no, I still no. do occasionally. Uh, I actually, I, I didn't end up doing it, but uh, one of the most recent ones. Dirge Rust or whatever? Or, I don't uh, know. I ended up back to one of the recent ones. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of his games have really good art, and that's usually why I back them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, I like this They're art. small. They're small. Yeah. They're accessible. They're, they're, yeah, they're not expensive, so. Yeah. Feel good. I'm waiting for Oath to show up. Um, I oh, you haven't got your copy yet? No, there's oh, yeah. um, the shipping stuff. Oh, I, also, I stopped reading my email. Well, sorry. I've read all of my emails. I don't retain anything. I know there were a bunch of containers and they were having a... It's <laughs> slow going. <laughs> I would be very excited to play it with. Oh, then I'm very excited for that statement because I'll hold you to it. <laughs> AJ, if you could second one over, top right, there's a little yellow wallet. Grab that. Oh yeah, above yeah, crypt. Yeah, yeah, this is just above what? what? Above crypt. So, right. Yeah. Beep, 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 all, all the way up. up. All the way up. That, that is a game right there. Oh. So this is uh, Tessie Musty, which is um, an Elizabeth Hargrave game. Who did Maropa, the butterfly game by Maroposas? Yeah, I know. And, oh. and also did Wingspan. Which you, oh, love, which you love, which you love, Ryan's totally in the bird. But right now there is a Kickstarter for this one. They've, this will be their third successful, very successful Kickstarter this year by uh, Buttonshy. Buttonshy does. This is what made me think of these guys. Talking okay. about. They do all these. I love uh, micro games. Wallet sized games. Uh, I just got my Sprawlopolis and Agropolis. We need to play sometime soon because it's good. Uh, but they're doing an expansion for Tussie Messi right now. Um, yeah, I'm waiting so. to replay Wingspan because uh, now that I'm officially a birder, um, I want to see if it hits different. You know, now that I'm like, yeah. 
that Beth Sobel artwork that's in there. Yep. Cool. Um, so along with that, another one that was popular around the same time, Isle of Cats has a big expansion that came out. Frank West from uh, City of Games uh, released a bunch of videos and a bunch of art. He's been busy. Um, so there's the Don't Forget the Kittens expansion that has already funded. Uh, that'll be fun when it comes out. because it's, it's not the same as Felonia, is it? <laughs> cats and polyominoes. I'm just going to keep moving on because I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, I'm also excited about Buru, which is a light midweight uh, but very pretty uh, Euro game. Um, and then you were going to share some Henry Cavill. Cavill? I don't actually know. How do, how do you say his name? I don't know. Because uh, uh, The Witcher. I thought it was just Henry Cavill. Cavill? Cavill. Cavill. Yeah, yeah. Cavill. Cavill. All right, so Henry. Cavill, who is the Witcher in the TV show. Uh, when is season two coming? This December? I don't know. It's someone season know. one, yeah. Who knows? Um, didn't, you want, didn't we watch season one? One of the first episodes of season one together? We might have watched the first episode together. Yeah. But then that was, yeah. Anyways, um, who plays the Witcher in the TV show. He's going to be rebooting uh, Highlander, and he's going to play, well, presumably Don't Come to Cloud, the Highlander, but I'm pretty excited for that because I feel like that guy's just like whatever nerd project that he liked growing up, he just gets now. And I mean, he doesn't do a bad job, so I just respect yeah. it. I'm just geeked. I mean, he does play Custodes in 40k, and it's pretty reprehensible, yeah, but reprehensible. he does have the money to actually buy them, so he doesn't <laughs> even have to buy recasts. I mean, Stoic Superman was terrible, but well, I didn't that, watch was, that wasn't his fault. Yeah, that, that and I actually haven't watched The Witcher, so I assume that he does good service to it, you know, because he still works. I mean, The Witcher is terrible as a TV show. So probably a, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I've never <laughs> played the game. You well, just, have it, have you we, defended a lot of people. Right? Don't we, don't, don't we know somebody who <laughs> no, played I, the games and said that the show was magnificent? Well, I mean, I really like the show. But like, yeah, that's what I, yeah, I re it was really, I was really, I really liked watching the show. It was great. I mean, it's a terrible show. <laughs> I should watch it. So on that, on that note, the, uh, I, I don't think that's a controversial opinion. I think pretty much everyone's like, this is a pretty great bad show. That's good. Though. That, that's probably, that's probably close to true. I think yeah. there, there are other reasons people liked watching that show. Um, <laughs> so the Witcher old world is getting some really, really Who's uh, putting that out? crappy reviews. I don't know who's putting it out. I who's know. getting, who's, who, who's got the, uh, the, the, the IP game. Is it, is it the, is it the guy? Okay, I'm, I'm going to have to look now. What, what, Dreadball, not Dreadball. What was oh, that game? Oh, Goldball? Was it oh, yeah, Steam the, 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 the Mars Attacks guys. Is it Steam Forge? As of this moment, as we talk right now, it has uh, funded at $2 million, $2.1 million over Canada. Yeah, yeah. It is by Go On Board, which I have no idea who that is. I'm not mad at you guys. Good job. You get the IP, you make the game, do some plastic molded well, but it's a polish company so that makes sense because switcher's out of poland right originally man i wonder if the author has I, rights was to it? this i thought, I it, thought it was okay i'm but pretty the sure author yeah. like lost like he he gave the rights up to the video game for like nothing because he was like you guys are not going to be successful yeah yep and i mean but i wonder if if they're using the the video made... game rights or the book rights. <laughs> That's a good question. Because when it comes to different rights, I still need to contact David Brin, the author of The Postman, to That's get right. the yeah. rights to the book. I mean, that's a sweet looking Instead thing. of... Yeah, but it's going to be... It's yeah. it's a mini... It's a board game mini. So, like, yeah, it yeah. looks sweet, but you're just going to put them back in the box. <laughs> Listeners, no, I will there's, say there's, that there if are I people had, who are gonna, going to paint and then they're going to line their shelves with them because no, it's no going to be their favorite gonna, game. No one's going to do that. I, I know people that do that with games. They <laughs> paint their minis. They yeah. paint them, yeah, and then they, they, they keep them out. Yeah. I do. I did paint Breadfleet. Breadfleet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's like different. That's like a GW game. Like that has beautiful minis. <laughs> like this was seriously part of the discussion on I don't know if it was like Dynasty Tower or Board Game Revolution or one of them today, but the person was like, the game mechanics look awful. But the Witcher, the game mechanics are this. But the Witcher, they were like having this external internal debate where they were like, "I don't really want to play this game at all, but I'm going to buy it and I'm going to pay everything and I'm going to play it occasionally with my buddies." Because, I mean, I'm still waiting for somebody to paint Super Dungeon Explorer. So, I mean, there's I so many minis oh, in these games. Yeah, like I don't, I don't understand like how, like 
And the mini, the quality. How do you have, yeah, how do you have, like, I don't understand, like, I guess I'm coming at it from, like, somebody who, like, will spend, like, a long time painting, like, every mini. Yeah. So, like, yeah. I, I wouldn't, to, for me to, like, undertake painting a board game, which I've done, I've done twice. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, which other one? Uh, it was also, like, the sort of minis game, the, I painted it for, uh, oh, I painted yeah, the yeah, Star Wars Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Thing. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But it's a, it's a massive undertaking, and, like, I don't see, like, how it's... I understand that people do it, but I, I, it seems unfeasible to me to, to, you to know, like, no, I, to and I won't like yuck anybody's yum. If they do it, they yeah. do it. But there's just like so many games that are coming out, especially that have this many. Actually, I don't know if it has a lot of minis. I to, just assume that it does. To get to this Manticore Witcher mini, uh, like you have to, I, I can't even tell, but you have to pledge like several hundred dollars anyway. So like you already have the money investment, right? You're the money investment for the mini so maybe you're like, but like yeah so I i'm gonna give the time investment i mean it's I, just like i have to work so much to make 700 dollars <laughs> that it's just like I, guess, I can't do it that's why i buy small games that i don't have to paint yeah because i'm not gonna play those either <laughs> so um, anyways it, it's funded it's gonna happen we're not even gonna get into this uh, maybe that'll be an episode for season three the, the sustainability you, the sustainability argument right like, well it's just, I, I love wooden meeples and stuff uh, but we'll, we'll talk about that later. Okay. James Ernst had it right in the '90s before. Yeah. He just he just gave you rules and the things and cards and then everything else. He was like, you guys own some you dice own some and stuff. Play. Go take some pawns and checker pieces and <laughs> and then James Ernst was like, whoa, Kickstarter. Okay. <laughs> I love um, you, James Ernst. <laughs> and then the Paperback Adventures, which is a novel solo word game, which. People are raving that no, solo word word game. Yeah, people are raving about this. I don't. It's funded at eight hundred twenty five percent right now. It's still going on. Um, well, what was the like amount that they needed to fund though? Like eight hundred twenty five percent is huge, but if it's like a, it's probably only it's a like a dollars. two thousand dollar yeah, yeah, funding right? goal. What's that like sixteen paperback adventures? Let's see what they're at. All right. I was looking it up beforehand. I mean, that sounds, I don't know. It's like, um, I don't hate on solos as much as I used no, to. No, they needed oh, 30,000. Wow. They're at Dude, almost 250. 000. So, I mean, there must be something going on there. I'm going to give it more of a look, but just from that incredibly basic description, it doesn't sound interesting to me. Like, <laughs> board games aren't my thing unless somebody really wants to play it. But that, that is uh, funded. Um, Let's I mean, if it could help me with my vocabulary, that would be specular. <laughs> nice. That's a nice. terrible, nice terrible joke. Good one. Um, let's end on this for end of season two with bad puns. You've just been listening to Bordekin Games season two, episode 15, where we talked about painting and news in the world of magic and role-playing games and conventions and it's just been a great season so thank you for listening thank you for joining us for season two we'll be back soon with lots more great guests and silly content but for now you can find us on facebook instagram tiktok twitch twitter and youtube thanks for listening happy gaming